You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Welcome back to the SA Weekly Talk Show. Your host right here, Mike Callahan, going in and diving into this week's episode of Good Data with No Emotions. So a lot of people in the service industry, especially the service autopilot ecosystem, are talking about what kind of data points do I need in my business to create a non-emotional business and drive business growth and success and accountability based on non-emotional data? So the old saying, uh, data walks, emotions talks, that is exactly what we're talking about. So I'm going to be diving in here over the next 20 or 30 minutes inside Service Autopilot, how to actually break down and track certain data points that I think are key and fundamental to the scaling and success of your business this year and many years to come. So uh, with no further delay, I'm gonna open up the screen here and share um, a little presentation I put together for the SA Weekly Talk Show community. So we're gonna be talking about good data and no emotions and how do we set up those data points along the way. So as we're diving into this here, this is gonna be applicable to any service business, lawn care, home cleaning, pest control, the like. So the first thing I really wanna start in and look from lead acquisition um, is going in is our estimate one in loss ratio. So under the gear icon, the upper right hand corner right here, we're going to go in and take a look at um, our estimate reasons. And these estimate reasons are going into the drive why people hired us or didn't hire us. So these are really important stats, in my opinion, that as we're going out building a marketing plan and looking at our product to market fit, why? Uh, what are the reasons that people are hiring us? And when we figure out what they are, we want to go into double down on those stats. And the first thing, um, if you're watching this live recorded, I suggest get a pen and paper or watch the recorded version of this. But first part of homework here to get good data in for good data out with non-emotions is setting up your gear icon estimate one and loss reasons. Next thing we're going to be looking at is cancellation. So no matter good, how good your service is, we want to be able to go in and see why are the people canceling? Is it COVID? Are they moving out of town? Uh, were they dissatisfied? Did they hire a cheaper uh, alternative? So we're going to start to see some trends here, but unless we track this each and every time someone cancels our services, your virtual assistant or your office should be tracking a cancellation reason. And once again, that is going to be uh, right here up on the gear icon, cancellation reasons. We need to go in and define these and systematically add these to our accounts for accountability and uh, data coming in. So these obviously are probably not the most exciting. As we go in, we're going to really dive into this. But I want to start at a high level and dial into literally going out and raising your prices with no emotion and several other things, especially the closeout day screen. What is the data that is essential for your business to success when you close out the jobs and each and every day before you build them out. I'm going to go through the three keys to the dispatch board or close out day screen for success as well. So next thing we're looking at is why do estimate one and loss cancellations reason for 21, 20, or 2021 success? Well, we need to know the trends, why people are hiring us, why they're not hiring us, and any new market trends. So very similar to Wayne Gretzky. He wanted to be where the puck is going to be, not where it is. These are things um, basically online versus offline buying habits. So with COVID, in kind of post-COVID times now, the acceleration of on-demand buying and online buying through bots and several other, other um, avenues is absolutely accelerated. So the consumer will no longer wait for you to get out and do an estimate when it's convenient for them. Most consumers are going to go online and continue to their online buying search until they find a service provider that's willing to do so. So these are some of the things 
is I was looking in my service business that we started to notice when we were using bots five to six years ago, our conversion ratio and where people were buying habits started to shift um, gave us the, the inclination that we should shift more focus to online than offline estimating and sales. So these things will help you as you wanna evolve and out adapt your market. So action items for success is we wanna go in and add those cancellation reasons. Um, so we're gonna add those in. And why standardizing workflow will create predictable 2021 success? Well, there's certain things we need to know based off these stats. So it's not only enough to build out estimate one and loss and cancellation reasons. Um, we need to know the number of leads that were generated, the number of leads that converted into a client or didn't convert. What's the conversion percentage, the closing ratio, termination, cancellation, or basically churn. And why are we losing these clients? Is it out of our control? Maybe they're leaving our market and buying a house in another area. That is out of our control. But what we can do is use those numbers and forecast ahead in our marketing plan that on average 10% of our client base will actually leave the market. So we need to add at least another 10% of our client base to account for the cancellation of people leaving our market. We can't control that. That's just a number that we need to look at. Other thing is, is the average percent of net new growth for our 2021 projections or any year moving forward. So the things that I'm going to be tracking in my business is number of clients, number of new clients, number of canceled, and a number of net new. Once again, that number of canceled is going to include people moving out of your market. Uh, maybe a low-priced option that's opted in. Maybe it's a national competitor coming in and trying to dominate and buy work. These things happen, but if we're not watching the data and adjusting and um, forecasting off it, we don't know where we are and we don't know where we're going and we don't know kind of the in-between uh, turmoil that we're stuck in. But if you can see the screen here, um, we've got some fictitious data in this test account, but we've got our, our figures here from 2015 was 33 or 34 prospects, 2016 at 101, 2017, 271, 461 in 2018, 2019 had 869 and 1142 prospects. So those prospects are people that requested an estimate. So um, I'll show you where this is, but in the report center, there's a little uh, toaster icon. It looks like um, toaster icon and you can download some of these reports with no configuration. So you have a non-emotional way of driving this non-emotional data, but the data is only as good as the data goes in. And sometimes, and some of the things we're going to show you is uh, especially in service autopilot, no data in, no data out. Let's not worry about bad data in, bad data out. No data in means no data out. So a lot of times you have a lot of these dots in the software, but they're not connected for a systematic workflow that creates and gets you a um, insight into your business. So obviously the prospect conversion in this example looks really good. Um, but what we see here is our conversion ratio, the, the percentage of closing sales makes sense. We're just starting out. We get we closed 100%. We're probably underpricing our jobs, 95%. Now we're getting down to 57%. Um, that's probably about where you're at at that point. And then it's going down to 51 to 41 to 35. So as you raise your prices and you learn how to price jobs non-emotionally to make sure your hourly goal with your projected profit margin, your closing percentage will probably go down um, and that's like that 35 to 55% range is what we see with a good price company. Um, but if they're automating their follow-up, they're going through, you may see it as high as 64 to 65%, even being one of the higher priced service providers in the local area. And then we have terminations here across the board and we have net gain new clients. So we've got a, a, a interesting um, stat statistic. So our net new gain, so the total number of clients is growing. 
right up through 2018. Now, 2019, we had 212, which is great, almost double again. But then, wait a minute, we get to 2020. That net new gain is 141. It's gone down significantly. So now we can go in and see the increase um, year net new clients, and it's actually gone down. But why did it go down? So churn increase year to year. We can see the cancellation or churn. And in that, we can dial into those cancellation reasons. And if we're losing 17 to 20% of our client base because they're not happy, that's a data point. Me as a business owner would want to know, and I believe you as a business owner would also want to know. So it's very, very important that emotionally, you may say it's the low baller down the street or it's COVID related or whatever that is. It's the uh, no one can find help and it's unemployment is driving it. But those things may be all applicable. When you've got hard, fast data numbers in the system, it lets you to dial into the, the success issue or the, the non-success issue immediately with no emotion. So these are the things that are essential to set up in your service business to really run your business on data and not emotions. So as we go in, do lead sources matter for 2021 success? Absolutely they do. And we've kind of just discussed that. So the things you're going to want to know is the number of leads per lead source. So each marketing source, door hangers, Facebook, uh, SEO, whatever that is, number of leads to convert into a client per marketing source, client acquisition cost or in um, the sales word, it's CAC, cost, client acquisition cost per lead source. So I would say maybe a Facebook ad is driving $100 lead acquisition cost. So you're, for every $100 you're throwing out, you're getting a new client. Maybe home advisors, 20 or 35 bucks. It's a cheaper lead source. Maybe we should double down on that. But before we do that, we need to know the client lifetime value for lead source. So I'm guessing in most markets, maybe that home advisor ad for 25 bucks is going to net maybe two to $300 in client lifetime value. But that Facebook client or lead acquisition for, say, $100 may end up being $9,000, dollars $20,000. $20, so you, all lead sources are not created equal. It may cost more or less to create them, but your client lifetime value may, uh, I guess, suggest that you should go out and maybe spend more money on a more expensive lead if the client lifetime value is indeed larger. So this is that non-emotional data that we're looking at. How do we look at that and build that marketing plan in that uh, health cadence, uh, checking that every week or at least every month or every quarter? So how do we access, access these reports in Service Autopilot now that we've set up our cancellation reasons and our estimate one and loss reasons and our office is diligently entering that data in each time these data points happen? Well, we're going to go up to the right here in reports and I'm going to go to the report center in that little... Um, right there, that little toaster icon, we're going to go in and pull out that report. And that report is uh, going to be sales summary by source. You can kind of see it here at the top of the screen. So I want to go sales summary by source. And that is really a screenshot of what I just showed you of the number of new leads, number of leads converted, conversion ratio, and new open leads and total leads. So that we've got that up top. And then on the bottom, we've got our sales lead source. So in this example here, um, Google was netting uh, over 500 leads and on average, 34% of those converting, creating 191 new clients that year. So what we can do is drive that non-emotional data down in that report and make some marketing decisions on it and sales decisions. So next thing is we're looking at is what is it costing us to actually go to a job site, that non-billable drive time and shop time and drive time or on site. So our what's our labor cost with labor and labor burden versus our 
non-billable drive time labor and labor burden. So if you're unfamiliar with labor burden, it's your company, FICA, unemployment, state unemployment, workers' comp, liability, vacation, holiday pay, and a few of the other ones listed on the screen. Now, some of these may not apply, and that's totally fine. But the idea is in the yellow area, you would fill in on this sheet here, um, up on this part here, you're going to fill that in and put your numbers in. It's a percentage of the dollar. Call your payroll and insurance company. They can give you these numbers. In this fictitious example, our labor with labor burden is 19%. So we had an hourly uh, guy or girl on the team making 16 bucks an hour. The hourly labor burden would be 1904 and 28.56. So in SA, we'd put the hourly rate right here under the payroll job costing. We want our labor with labor burden for straight time and overtime. Most companies that we go into, and we do hundreds of these a year, uh, literally have your $16 an hour and the 16 uh, with overtime over here. But where this costing information is going to go into is when we drive these reports, it will give you a non-emotional data point of your labor labor burden cost per employee slash team on each and every job you do for on-site and drive time. So if you're not using the mobile app, highly recommend it. Uh, get the legacy app where you're clocking in and out of the drive time to get that non-emotional data. So employee job costing data, I was just talking about it and you want to know what it is. So let me actually flip the screen here open so I can show you. But right here, I have our labor cost effect, labor labor burden was $10.47 on site for that job. Now, the other one right here is our drive time cost effects. It was costing us $1.90 based on the people that were on that job that day. So we've got all of the data points of start and stop time for the job, start and stop time for the drive time. And then if we have our job costing information, from the last sheet or from the last screen here filled out, that's going to drive that data into that report. So that is what we're looking at uh, as a direct effect of good data points inside your software system. Now, raising prices, are you looking at your client's profitability per service at least twice a year? I'm recommending November, December, and uh, just after the 4th of July. If you're doing so, how are you doing? Are you doing as a percentage of increase? or a dollar amount across the board. Well, with good data inside your software, you can create non-emotional pricing. So I don't ever suggest raising your prices $3 per visit across the board or 4 or 5% across the board. Um, what we're gonna do is create a desired dollar per man hour, say 50 or 60 bucks per laborer or technician in the field. And we are going to probably include our credit card processing fees in there. So it's part of our overhead recovery per man hour and we're charging that out to the to folks uh, that we're doing work for. Then we're going in and running a off the toaster of the job costing report. So this is a direct um, export out of Service Autopilot right here on this lawn mowing job. We're charging $54.28 here. On this actual revenue per man hour, we're generating $54.28 and $60.31. So on average, we're averaging $57.30 per man hour, okay? So if our goal is $60 per man hour, we should be charging on average an extra $2.56 per cut, raising our price from $54.28 to $56.84. Once again, this is non-emotional price raising based on data in that's good, and this is what is driving success in service businesses that are taking the emotions out of their head and all the math out of their head and driving it with real-time data from the software. So we need to make sure we got all that data in there so we can get the data out for these approaches. So there is a new uh, version 2 KPI and accountability um, 
report that is made by Simple Growth here as a certified advisor. And this is something we do in our KPI and accountability package. But that hard copy um, report I was just showing you is right now what we've done is we do a daily and weekly report. So the report automatically emails you and says, hey, did you hit your hourly goal as a percentage? So right here, as a percentage, if you hit your budget at time, it'd be 100%. At 125%, you're 25% under budget, which is good. And if you're under, like say 90, you can have a conversation with your team, say, hey, you only gave 90% with a quality standard. So that is really important, I think, in my opinion, that we need to hold somebody on a daily cadence in your business responsible to report this out every day for each crew and the company as a whole. And then the following Monday, we review the last week. So we're not waiting to make decisions of how financially profitable we are until the end of the season when it's too late. In addition, um, a lot of us business owners in the early days, at least, um, and a lot of people probably watching us are running the, their business success as their business bank account balance. What I mean by that is if there's money in the bank, they must be making money. But uh, in reality, you may not be making money or you have some crews that are carrying the company on its back and other ones that are bleeding it dry. So we need to make sure we are going in with non-emotional approaches as our profitability for these jobs. So what we've done in our example here is we've created some data here for these green cells. So is there a price? Is there budget time? Is there a good clock in and clock out? Not under a minute where the guys or girls got to the job, did the job, got to the job, and we're like, oh crap, we didn't clock in, clock out. We got to clock in and clock out to get to the next job. So this is going to ensure those data points are good. So in the next sheet, you'll see there are some red boxes in here. So this is just another example of how much we need to raise our price for the year. We have a statistical mean of say 20 to 25 stops for that service. Uh, but the way we built this report as an idea is these red cells, there's no actual hours clocked in and clocked out. So you need to go back and fix those before you can actually uh, go in there. Now, a lot of people will try to uh, suppress bad data, but whether it's good or bad, you need to know that so you can base your financial decisions on that. So the idea of this automated report with the logic of red or green is a visual clue that somebody on the team needs to fix that before we go out and make a financial decision to raise that price or keep it the same. So the last thing I've got for you is I'm going to actually dive into essay and talk about the dispatch and close out day screen and why it's going to be so essential to your success of good data in, good data out, and data with no emotion decisions. So as we dive into my test account here, uh, we are on the closeout day screen dialed into one crew. Now, there's three or four different things you need to be looking at. But before we look at them, I'm going to highly recommend that if you're watching this recorded, you pause this, open up SA, and I'm going to show you how to open this up and create data points for success. I'm going to go up to the upper right-hand corner, and I am going to go to columns, and I am going to go in and pop in variance, product total, and actual hours. Now, there's no product on here, but what this will do, refine if you're using products for design build or other product-based services, is it will take your labor separately and your product so you have a clearly defined um, number of what you're grossing based on per man hour, not just your product lumped in there. So main things is we want to make sure is we have a time start and stop down the line that makes sense. Budgeted time. Now in this test account, this job here has no price. That's not uncommon when we go in. So we obviously want to make sure we're building it out. If it's part of an installment contract where we get billed out the same amount each month for all the services, it should add up to what that part of that lawn mowing includes in that maintenance contract. And in under the contracts, whether it's V2 or V3, you can put that included inside the contract and associate this service to the contract so it doesn't double bill. 
Once again, no data in, no data out. So we need good start and stop times, budgeted time, and a price for every job that's in the system. And in addition, we want to see that budget versus actual. So if you look just at hours, 8.74 hours, and we're budgeted 21, well, they must have crushed it. Well, that's only based on one person. So we look at the two men times 8.74, we actually have 17.48 man hours and we're budgeted 21.6. Still a win under budget, but we don't have that data or that a look at it without actually opening that up. So, and we want to have the product total and the other things with variants in here. Now, the second thing is you don't want to go out and have to recreate the wheel every time you open the screen up. So I'm going to recommend as you go out here, click on the closeout day screen, create a view and call this the closeout day screen with actual hours slash budgeted or actual hours and product. And now we just click on that view and it pulls that up each and every time. So these are just a few of the things that I am going to highly recommend that you look at in your service business when you're going out to create good data in there to create non-emotional decisions. So data talks, emotion walks. So we are going to need to go in and create those cancellation reasons. Estimate one reasons. Every job should have a budgeted time with projected profit per man hour. And we're also going to go in and utilize the reports once we have good data in there and make non-emotional decisions on price raising, not certain amount of dollars across the board or percentages. You're going to, what you're doing there is you're alienating your most profitable clients. So if I'm making $100 an hour and I only need 60, well, why would you ever change the price on that? I wouldn't. I don't think you would either once you think about it that way. So we want to go in and dial that in. And Service Autopilot will be our tool to collect those non-emotional data points. And then under reports, we run some of the pre-canned reports under the little toaster oven and drive those reports for financial success and accountability within your office and management team. So hopefully you found that uh, helpful in creating a cadence for 2021 success in creating data points inside Service Autopilot in proper setup. So we'll see you again next week, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, right here on Facebook, SA Weekly Talk Show, your host, Mike Callahan, helping you go out and outlearn and out-dominate your competition. And this week, we're going to go out and do that through non-emotional data, making decisions on data, not emotions. And Service Autopilot, once set up correctly and utilized with accountability, will be just that tool. We'll see you again next Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern, or 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central. Mike Callahan, your host of the SA Weekly Talk Show. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an Estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.